Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be Ted Jones. The Ted Jones World Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 67 <laughs> of the Ted Jones World Podcast. I am your host, Ted Jones, and producer Katie over there in the brown chair. Katie, how are you? I am. I'm all right. You're all right? I'm okay. Katie showed up a, a few minutes late today, yeah, a little bit later than we had scheduled. It's true. And we just put her right in the brown chair. But Katie, I know you have a lot to say today, and I know you're ready. So I'm not too worried about uh, just pressuring you to sit in that chair. Please. So um, I, I saw you were looking at my stories recently, or the <laughs> past few days, and I've definitely been very interested in the HBO series Undoing with yeah, Hugh yo. Grant and Nicole Kidman. But I also just want to oh quickly talk about this show that I've been watching. As you can imagine, this show would be crazy. It's called Marrying Millions. And it's basically oh. like about these older folk who are marrying younger kids or whatever. Kids, I say. Kids, yeah. He, like uh, <laughs> young adults who are in their 20s and who don't have a source of income. And it seems that they're marrying uh, this older person for the clout, right. yeah, <laughs> for, clout. The mo- <laughs> for the, the money or not for the um, exact reasons. Actually, pretty interesting, you know, just because like the the friends of the couples like always ask kind of the same questions to like each of the people individually. Uh-huh. They're like, what do you guys even talk about? Like when people are yeah. not around. And, and you know, like, oh, and, and then obviously, like the older guy who's like sixty years old dating a twenty-one, he's like, age is just a number. Yeah, of course. No, but it's also a crazy thing, just because like I'm not sure if you've seen it as well, but like growing up in New York City, I've definitely seen a few situations where like oh, older yeah. men would get into relationships with very younger women, like some who like some women who are younger than their own daughters, which is like uncomfortable. yeah, no doubt. I've seen that. That was a thing I remember. For the first time, really, you always kind of heard stories in high school, this and that. But I remember it was must have been right after I graduated high school, like freshman year of college, going back to check in on seeing what all these people are doing now that I like am living my own life in a different city. And it's just like, oh, my God, that's the year that it's like, oh, all of these people like college freshmen that I know or people who are that age are just dating really old men men. or really old women. It's I've only I've only heard men, actually. I guess like now with the years since then, I've heard both. But that was initially that was like, whoa, like four girls who I went to high school with. And this one girl on the show who's like 23 or 23 years old. She met like a 40 year old on this sugar daddy website. Oh, excuse me. Sugar baby. Have you ever heard of this? Oh, yeah. No, she didn't mention the website, but she said it was a sugar baby website. There's probably a ton. I've definitely heard of like the big ones. So how does does it work? Like a young a young adult would go online and be like, I'm looking for a guy who makes over five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I guess. I think it's just it's like Tinder or any of those just for like. Yeah, I mean, you probably put in your age range, uh-huh. like you put in your details. You put in your W twos. Yeah, like and you have to put in like your credit <laughs> you have to, like, score. Get like your accountant to like seriously. Speak for you. I, I wonder that's if it's good, that exclusive. That's a good question. You know I what I mean? Like Christian ends. Mingle or Black People Meet? Do they actually Sorry. fully like do background yeah, checks like on those websites you. before? <laughs> like if you're just seeing a white guy on Black People Meet or like a Jewish guy on Christian Mingle? Yeah, hundred percent. Like who would fully know? That's just got to be like a catfish thing. Like and how can you stop? Catfish? Also, and also, you know. 
like these the users on these web like as long as they have a good user base on these websites i feel like that's all they really care about you know yeah, like 100%. on tinder like they don't do such a good job of like getting rid of the bots no, yeah. you know or like hinge too you know like yeah. there's definitely their fair share of bots on those sites just like pretending uh to meet up with you so they're gonna catfish you okay so 100%. if you are uh <laughs> listening to this episode uh chances are or actually you know i'm gonna go ahead out on a limb here and say that you have watched the undoing on yeah. hbo and if you haven't quickly turn on this pod turn off this podcast this or if you want spoiler uh episode. yeah or tune back in in like eight minutes i'm thinking that's probably how long this convo will yeah, go yeah we'll, we'll time it well, I guess. but we'll see we, uh, katie and i want to talk about it uh katie had a full theory on it that she actually texted over before the last episode I so need a time it stamp. was it was super valid and obviously you have a time stamp o- on it but um i think one of the crazier things in the show was that you had and you had said this too was that people would just like cr- like wanted to believe the um the like outer belief of yeah, whatever, like whatever whatever mirage. seemed exactly like whatever mirage wasn't there uh people just wanted to believe it yeah i was bugging so i it felt like the whole point of the show that came together was just like yeah, all the time you're watching TV and you're, like, making judgments about what you would do if you were X, Y, or Z character. And then, like, they just put you in your place and they were like, well, you fell for it, too. So, eat it. Yeah. You're Nicole Kidman. And and also, this was one of the, I'd say one of the um, only shows that I've watched recently where, like, the plot really is not that twisted. You know, like, uh, yeah, they would like, like, every episode and, like, every 10 minutes of the episode, what was it, I think, like, each episode was around like 50, 50 to yeah. an hour. Like the last episode was like an hour and seven minutes. But every 10 minutes, like each episode, I feel like there was just s- another um, another thing that was added to Hugh Grant's list of things that were bad about him. Like Such each like out. each time. But you, know you kept I mean? like wanting were, to believe. Yeah, there were like there were like little um, like tidbits like, oh, maybe it was this person. Maybe he's not. And also um nicole kidman's lawyer friend the blonde lady who are you saying definitely needs needs her props yeah that's so funny just because she was like sketchily shown on camera way too many times and they just wanted you to like have a hint about um about what what menacing stuff she was doing yeah just like give you a nut like a red herring if you will okay so my friend said that to me yesterday so you wrote um an exquisite paragraph i'd say and i sent you back two texts if you could go to our text messages check it out um of what ted jones yeah what i would um actually like you to just to you know say on air here um air it out just basically this is this was katie's theory before the last episode and I think just these uh, these two little paragraphs that I texted you, if you could just read from that, go ahead. I texted this to Teddy yesterday at 4 p.m., 4.02 p.m. Hugh Grant did it. He was traumatized as a child, and he's a sociopath now. The death of his sister upset him so much, but he doesn't know how to grieve or suffer, so in quotes. So he's been chasing trouble his whole life since. He was able to easily lie to Nicole Kidman and the son every day about having another family. He lied about getting fired from the hospital for three months. All with no suspicion. Very sociopathic. When the son found out about Hugh Grant's affair, he protected the father and kept it a secret between them. Nicole Kidman, when she found out about it, got mad because she said Hugh Grant was taking advantage of the son because, quote, he would do anything for his father. Hugh Grant convinced his son to hide the hammer and lie under some pretense, or under some, like, lie-ish pretense. And then 
you go back to the court scene where the prosecutor pulls out the hammer and she's hitting her hand with it going again and again and again and the close up on the kid's face he just realized his dad was guilty that was the the prediction that I got wrong. It's the only thing I got wrong in the whole show that, that I thought you the dad, Grant asked the kid I to hide he would have it. Asked the kid, right? So the kid uh, put what he, he put the hammer or the sledgehammer in the washing machine twice or the, in the dishwasher. The dishwasher he put it through twice, which is just like damn. I wonder if that's actually true that the kid would like go to jail for obstruction of justice, tampering with evidence. I could think he would su- like definitely get in trouble for doing like something a, like a that. Kid? I guess then it would. Yeah. Just, it would. Yeah. I guess like it is a crime on the books. It would. Come I think. Down to I like think it would also. Um, it would also depend on how. Uh, like how involved the kid was in doing it for his dad. Like if his dad had anything to do with it, the kid would be in more trouble than I think just acting yeah. alone. Just because he's like twelve years old or however old he was, maybe he didn't know that like that was the wrong thing to do yeah but i feel like pe- kids have been younger and been in less serious situations and gotten in way more trouble oh obviously. yeah definitely no doubt um i thought it was really really well done because it was just like the whole essence of what was the problem with nicole kidman's outlook it's just like that's what you were holding yourself the whole time and i really earnestly believe that he didn't do it for like two episodes mm-hmm. after he came back and to the beach house or whatever and he was saying to her like I know I'm a horrible person for this reason, that reason, the other, but I couldn't have done this. There's no way. So believe it. So charming, whatever. You can see he charms everyone in his life. And charming is like a big, like sociopath cue, right? It's like someone who's able to deflect anything. Take care of children, cure their diseases. You can't get mad at them. Okay. I was thinking, I want to bring this up with you. I was thinking about the fact that he's a childhood cancer doctor and everyone's saying that means he's so empathetic and whatever, but that's like... I kind of want to zero in almost like the medical side, especially when you have to talk to these kids and you look them in the eyes and you're sitting with them on the bed. You have to be so emotionally hard for that, right? Like You mean emotionless? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's almost like if you're this really great empathetic person, like, how could you even handle doing that, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. you sort of have to be able to just block it out and ignore it. Right. And, like, when you're talking face-to-face, we see that he lies to everyone he talks to. I actually cheated a little bit, and I rewatched the first couple episodes. After you watched the f- the finale? No, before I watched the finale. Oh, so you were really trying so to I was like, get oh involved. Oh, my God. Because, so I watched it with my dad, like, all in one night, like, a few nights ago. And then my boyfriend was coming back. He was away for a little bit, and he came back, and I was like, you got to watch the show. And so I sat with him and watched it. And imagine just, like, I, at one moment, like, during episode two or whatever, I just, like, solved it, 100% solved mm. it, so sure of it. I have chills all over my body. I'm, like, shaking, freaking out, and I just could not say a word because I didn't want to ruin it for him. You know, it's funny. I put up a poll on my IG, and a lot of people thought it was Nicole Kidman's friend. I'm not, I'm not sure yeah. if that was just, like, the film work right. or maybe they had sensed that um, she wasn't a great friend to Nicole Kidman, or I guess had an affair with Hugh Grant. But right, thought. Were they they were wrong. She really had nothing to nothing to do with this story. Yeah. Um, at all, which because like everybody got played by Hugh Grant. Everyone was thinking like it's got to be anyone but Hugh Grant. Who could it be? Mm-hmm. He got played. Yeah, true. Just like everybody in his whole life, the lawyer he plays, Nicole Kidman he plays. The grandpa he plays because he get he gets him to give him five hundred thousand dollars and gets him to promise not to say anything. Yeah. With the blonde lawyer friend, 
He just got a her. Full liar. He he was in trouble like uh-huh. with this affair situation. He knows. I mean, I guess it's a thing that like lawyers all know each other and they all hear what each other are doing. So he figured if she finds out about this, she's gonna tell Nicole Kidman. So he gets the blonde girl and he makes her his lawyer, makes her sign a formal agreement, and officially. She can't tell anything to Nicole. Yeah, this is this is quite the show. It goes I, so deep. I recommend it. Katie, do you recommend it over there? Yeah, I'm dying. Everybody watch I'm it. HBO, it HBO Max. Katie's gonna watch it again. Hundred percent. Did you see the switching over, but still um, uh, HBO esque? But it wasn't on HBO. It was like Triller. Triller. Uh, this fight. M- Do you see Mike Tyson uh, versus Roy Jones Jr. and then Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson? I Do you catch either of these ones? I or saw you seen the memes. I saw it? the memes. I got into the memes. So Jake Paul, um, not uh, is he a YouTuber? Or I know He's his brother y- Logan Paul is a YouTuber uh, yeah, podcaster. I yeah, I guess YouTuber but, is it. But Jake Paul's a YouTuber. I guess. So he, I know, has been like uh, b- training for this match for a long time. And yeah. Nate Robinson, former New York Nick, five foot eight. Yeah. Um, I don't think was really training so much in the boxing ring. Or maybe it kind of looked like that, like when I was watching highlights and stuff. But like Jake Paul n- knocked the crud out of Nate Robinson is that if you didn't really, really see it. Is that what is that what like the final takeaway is? It's like oh, it's worse than that. Nate, Nate Robinson just like didn't train for it at all. No, well, I think that um, Jake Paul they were saying like definitely had more experience, right. just because he has been boxing for a number of years. And I think Nate Robinson was just under the impression that he's a super insane athlete and he can go into the ring with a guy who is seemingly not that tough. In is in Jake Paul. In Jake Paul yeah. is Nate Robinson. Is he like that much of an athlete? Yeah. Okay. So to be five foot eight and play in the NBA is an incredible accomplishment. Yeah. Just because anyone under six feet, like you have to be so strong, you have to be so fast. Otherwise, people are just going to block you. Mm -hmm. You know, like the other, like the average point guard in the NBA is like six foot three, if not almost six foot four. And then to have somebody who is significantly shorter than that playing the point guard position, I mean, he didn't really start. Um, fully like for any team, but he was always playing in a ton of games. Possibly right. like the sixth man of the year, like potentially. I, I don't think he ever won the award. Actually, can you can you take a look at that, Nate Robinson? I googled sixth him. Sixth man. He was the oh sixth man. I'll do. Yeah, but um, anyway, he was just um, he he's been like an insane player in the NBA for a long time, but he's not playing. It looks uh, like in 2013, right mad articles are like the headline of like three different the top three articles are can nate robinson become the nba's sixth man of the year but it doesn't none of them say that he did i guess yeah. they yeah no <laughs> they they did ask if he can so uh 2000 <laughs> 2013 it, it was it was close for him i though like something about jake paul oh excuse me and he won the slam dunk contest before, oh yeah which is insane but go ahead. he's 36 years old which isn't old but like nate robinson yeah yeah he, a, a little bit um on the older side to be playing in the nba and, and, and like jake a guy paul? that um that uh frame you know what i mean if you're that old like you got to be super quick jake paul's 23 strong. yeah I so uh, I don't I don't know if it's like an a young young adult versus old man kind of match but um like if you're 36 and haven't really been training too much yeah Jake Paul's getting a lot of he's getting a lot of press right now he is good for him he must be he must be have some project coming up how do you mean like I'm just seeing I, there was some article that interviewed him did you see that what 
some I, article like, that interviewed him? I mean, I, that's how that's a wrong way to say it. But there's some. I Somebody saw some interview. I saw some interview of him come out where, and people were posting and reposting and reposting it. And the only like the only question I ever saw was him saying. Or them saying, like, do you think coronavirus is real? Oh, and he thinks it's a hoax. And he goes, no, He's like, it's a hoax. Well, and they were like, yeah. but people are dying. And he goes, okay. And it's just like, well, you know, he's he so was clout say- hungry. <laughs> he was he's saying, so hungry for clout. He was saying that uh, if you're young and healthy, then it shouldn't be an issue, which I think that people from the beginning have been saying, but they haven't been saying it's a hoax. K to the T. Yeah. So um, <laughs> speaking of New York City and uh, coronavirus being a hoax, they shut down schools like the week before Thanksgiving, and now oh, yeah. they will be reopening them on December 7th. Did you see this? I heard that but just today. at the same time, it's a bit confusing because uh, we're starting to hear that Cuomo could potentially be shutting down the restaurants again, shutting down uh, the gyms. Uh, right. No. Jake Paul is going to be so tight. Well, Jake Paul, he's not in New York. He's also has a ring Ted Jones, Ted Jones will be, Ted Jones <laughs> Ted will be Jones tight. Um, but seriously, if they, cl- if they close down the gyms, Katie, I could see myself venturing off to, um, you know, Pops' house in Long Island again for a couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah. Just because um, Pops is going to be in Florida, so I would potentially have more space to spread my wings out there. It's a nice and, idea. And um, we'll see. Yeah, just because, like, you know, his house out there has a lot of windows. And in the stew, we don't have so many windows. We got a couple. Got a couple. Um, we got a nice little vibe in here. Definitely good lighting. So, like, it feels like you're outside. Yeah, it feels exactly nothing, like nothing you're Nothing like being actual outside. Yeah, you know, of course. Breathing in that fresh air. But I um, have the thought we'll to leave see. the city. Right. You just moved out of your apartment, and you are kind of in the middle of potentially moving back out to um, another apartment, but with no roommates this time? Definitely. definitely no, no roommates. roommates. Wow. That's a big move, but also I think one of the happier deci- happier moves people can make going yeah. from having roommate or roommates, plural, to living solo. Just really... It's just um, obsolete Right, this really point. Um, wing You're going you're gonna to have roommates right now? Like, I, I mean, the two roommates that I don't live with anymore personally two great people it's just like so hard to live with people especially in this time like is you're like competing for like very slim resources all right, right there's one kitchen there's three of us yeah how are we gonna do this if i like come home one day and like i'm hungry all i want to do is like make something easy it's like oh like my roommates are like making pasta like they're like rolling the dough to make pasta right. they're gonna be in there for the next six hours it's like all right i'll I'll just go sit in my room and, like, yeah. eat pillows. Yeah, I, I mean, it just kind of socializing really at all or sharing space with anyone during this time is really tough unless you both get tested and you're s- super yeah, into each right. other, I guess, in terms of meeting a significant other or whatever. Oh, and yeah. I have to tell you, I went on a date with the – I went on an actual live date w- in person with oh, the girl nice. from the podcast. Where'd you go? Yeah, um – we went to American Bar, and it was funny. What's it was that? It was like it's this place on like Greenwich Avenue and Charles Street. It was like the this cute little restaurant or whatever, uh-huh. and it was it was cute because she kind I think she kind of like she kind of asked me out. You know, oh she's yeah. like, "When are we getting drinks?" I was like, "Oh, tomorrow." So we got <laughs> drinks the <laughs> next. Tomorrow? We got so we got drinks the next day. It was fine, and uh, she said she knows. Um, Casey, Casey. Cooper. yes, who date who dates Cooper, Funny. and she like initially got Cooper's name wrong, so I was like, oh, it must be a different Cooper, and then showed me the Instagram, and then it was same it was guy, the same Cooper. So that's funny. A lot of mutual friends up in here. She must be from New York. 
Um, yeah, yes, she said she that. She grew up uptown and is. And how old are you? You're 26? I'm 20, 25, 26. 25, 26. One, so of, some one of those two. Yeah. And she is 26, bad. 27. One of those two. Oh, yeah, right. But um, we had a fine time. So that was, um, what was that? Episode 64. Yeah, uh, I matched four. with a girl on a dating four. app and was just like, hey, you want to do our first date on Zoom? And she was like, yeah, sure. It's and great. Then, and we did it. And it we, had totally a, great we had idea, a nice, um, nice little time. And then. Last episode, episode 66, Katie, which you definitely tuned into, we had musician yeah, Noah Chenfeld, who uh, broke down a live rendition of his new song, Orioles, on the pod. Yeah, it's It was great. great. Yeah, he just took out his guitar and started strumming. It's cool. It was, it's it was a really fun, cool. It's a fun thing, both, like, I think if we're talking about, like, the Ted Jones world universe. It's sure. Fun, it's fun to bring out the different sides. The It's different from, like, seeing you, like, chill on the couch with Pat. Versus like be on a Zoom date or like chill with Noah, who you've known for so long. Yes, it's fun. and it's Noah Chenfeld, uh, his brother, I've known for a number of years. So I yeah. asked Noah to come on the pod, and he was uh, super down. He wants to come back on with his bro and nice. Rebounder, who um, oh, cool. that's like that's their band. Yeah, and um, they actually have like a ton of a uh, ton of listens, a ton of plays. So I follow uh, them on Instagram. Yeah, so it'd be super tight to um, get them on the pod. Like Pat himself, producer Pat, who's taking a hiatus right now. Yes, um, not doing the pod was just like, how was Noah Chenfeld on your podcast? That's you should so have funny. Rebounder on. I was like, you know these bros? Oh, that's sick. Hilarious. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did um, you say this could be you, Pat? But yeah, well, I, I, I did t- I did tell that to <laughs> Pat. And then I was looking at um, the podcast that uh, Noah was on. It's called like How Goes It? Mm-hmm. That the no, no. Uh, cr- the Chris Black one, right? What, what do you mean, Chris Black? Chris Black podcast? No, it's called like How Goes It is the podcast. Is it how goes it or was it? I th- I think that's what it was. I feel bad if I'm. It might be how long gone. Yes, that was it. That's it, right? Sorry, how long gone was on it. I so I just is heard that for the first time. Yeah. Have you ever listened to that? No. What is it? It's a podcast. It's like it's like similar vibes to Ted Jones World, except they probably like prepare less for interviews uh-huh. than we already do. But it's like kind of like a. Like semi like broy, but also like chill enough. Just two guys. They like interview different people, and they're like really well connected. They're like two guys who are like in their late thirties or forties, uh. and they're I think in some kind of like fashion or design. So they know like there's sort of a scene. I don't know if you're like tapped into the scene like I am, like via Twitter, but like this scene of like New York like writers and. Like fashion people and artists okay, and okay. actors, right? And yeah, because I, I had seen I had seen um, one of the uh, one of the people that they had on their podcast was Bryn Walner, who I know oh, uh, right. very That's well, funny. who went to Friends Seminary. So I asked her to come on. She's like a copywriter who's like in the arts industry. So I asked her to come on. Um, so she hopefully will be on. Um, oh, next year that's what she oh, was yeah, saying word. saying she was super busy which i understand we're all a little busy which but um, I understand. we ho- we hope to um <laughs> we hope to uh get her on soon so katie what'd you do this past weekend besides sucking all that um undoing tv i did a little thanksgiving shtick oh i'm i'm warming up i'm like kind of trying to reacquaint myself with lady daylight savings right now sure how do you mean hater but we're trying to i'm trying to figure out how to like really vibe out with just like all right it's more night now like i'm just gonna do cool night stuff well i think that also has to do with you 
going to bed maybe a little bit earlier because then when you're true. or actually so true. or actually maybe not just because like if you go to bed earlier it's going to be dark when you go to bed when you wake up yeah and when you wake up oh yeah as if you go to bed later Work. you might have a chance of like <laughs> it being Work. lighter it's just like with covid and with daylight say i just said covid like i'm from the south with COVID, <laughs> you know, and daylight, uh, daylight savings, it's uh, it's a little depressing. But yeah. they are saying we're headed for a dark winter, so stay tuned. It's going to get more depressing. So, <laughs> so, so how did, how did you mean you're adapted to it? You're doing more night things. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything so far. I'm saying that just to make myself feel a little bit better. I like today. It's sort of not sunk in because I've kind of been like adjusting. Every year, it's like, oh, daylight savings is coming. Like, all right, like time to just like be bummed about that and whatever just like hate it i remember last year 2019 i was at a party just like a small party at my friend's place and i left the room flex yeah i got invited (laughs) (laughs) invited this party was like so sick left the room walked back in the room and a few people there my friends they go all right just don't don't tell katie that again and I was like, oh, that's crazy it that you'd say that. Yeah, I thought it was a joke, right? So I'm like playing into it, whatever. Yeah. And then I asked them, like, all right, like, you didn't say anything. What'd you say? And they go, we weren't going to tell you tonight's daylight savings change. And I was like, no. Got down on my knees. You, no. really, don't, you really don't like it that much? Well, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm alone. Yeah, it's, but it's that's what I, I mean. Why were, like, they, why were they hiding that secret from you? I guess I'm vocal. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm vocal about it. But I don't know. I mean, like. I I keep saying also around it's like I'm not gonna vote again until somebody's brave enough to just end daylight saving. Someone campaigns right. on that. That's really that I'm becoming a single issue voter now. Do they have daylight savings like everywhere in the world? Is this a known no, thing? They don't. Okay. The only example I can think of is in Arizona. Arizona, they don't. That's it. And maybe so one even in this country. Yeah. They don't have it. Yeah, Arizona said whatever. Why would we do that? We don't farm anymore like that i mean i guess they someone farms there but like because that's the thing it's like a f- it's farmers it's a farmer thing i think i think that this deserves um for us to be looking this up so states that don't actually have states that don't have daylight savings yeah i mean I there's definitely got to be countries that do it i drove through arizona a few years ago with some friends and we drove through a reservation that didn't or that does do daylight savings so we're in arizona like time change all of a sudden we drive from new mexico to arizona all of a sudden time goes back an hour because they don't do daylight savings cross through the reservation time moves forward they do do say they do daylight savings and then move right through and it goes back and it's just wild so you were right about um arizona being the only state that um does not observe daylight saving time so Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas are some of the states that are actually trying to um, observe the year-round standard time, but it looks like they haven't gotten to that yet. With that, though, can we think about that math for a second? Yeah, if, t- if Texas itself doesn't observe daylight savings, that would really Huge. mess up everyone. I hope Just because Texas takes yeah. up... A w- look, we got, the, we got the map behind yeah, us. Yeah, I mean, look at the map. <laughs> I well, mean, look Texas, at the map. Yeah, Texas just takes up, like... Yeah, Texas takes up a, a lot of width of the United States if you were just to go up and then all those countries observing it. So I think once Texas right. maybe makes that move and then Oklahoma and Kansas being, you know, rather close to Texas. Domino I don't know, could, uh, yeah, could, um, 
you know, could uh, tur- could make the turn for the best. Let's do the for math. You. Right now, for me, right now, what time does the sun rise today? Sunrise um, today. It's usually like 6.15. Se- 7 a.m. flat 7 today. A.m.? Today, hmm. today mo- Monday, sure. November 30th. Yeah. We will. Okay. And then sunset is probably like 6, right? 4.30? <laughs> <laughs> 4.30, wow. 4.29. All right, so if everything were, what did we do? We fall back, spring forward. So yes. what that would be instead, okay, that would mean that sun would rise at 8 p.m., 8 a.m. Yeah. And set at 5.30. That's fine for me. That might not be all right for me. We if might have to. We might have to negotiate split 30, 30. I but could I do 30, 30. But, I, but <laughs> I think the thing is, we have to find an even point where it's like the sun. It, is it possible to do 12 and 12 or have we messed that up? What do you, you mean 12 I mean? and 12? Meaning like w- the sun sets 12 hours after it rises. Meaning if the sun rises uh, at 6.30 a.m., uh, shouldn't it set at 6.30 p.m.? Like so that you're, only you're makes taking sense. it all the way to the sun. Well, I'm just, I'm just doing 12 hours because that's half a day. I'm which with makes you. Sense. And there's I'm two totally things. I'm totally with you. Sunrise and sunset. They should even it out, twelve and twelve. I'm so if that's with you. possible. I honestly, I respect. I really respect that we're not just taking this up to the to the state house, yeah. or the courthouse. She is. We're taking this up to the sun. Baby. Speaking of which, did you hear they're voting um, on December second to legalize marijuana in Congress? Now, when oh. I brought this up, yeah, but when I brought this up to my father, he was like, "Yeah, but then first they got to take it to the Senate." I'm like, all right, what That's is true. up with all these goddamn rules and the laws? Rules They're like, first you got to get this vote. Oh, yeah, now it's legal, but it's not legal yet. Beyond. Then you got to go to the Senate, and if the Senate says no, then it gets kicked back to Congress, and then Congress can veto it, yeah. and then goes through Senate, and then the president has to fully legalize it. It's like ev- every vote and every process is like a year-long thing, and I feel like every time we've been hearing about weed being legal, it's becoming legal, but... There's yeah, a thorn. Totally. There's a thorn in the paw, and then the marijuana the stocks. The there were th- marijuana stocks purring today. Oh yeah, you know. And then what is that? What does that even mean? You Wait, know? does that? I, it, is that good or bad? Purring like purr like a, a gr- like, like a, a cat, cat like yeah. a kitty cat. Is yeah, like that a good? good way, of course, in a good way. Yeah, Actually, that makes well, sense. Well, yes, a, a kitty cat's good purr. But I would think I'm like to a bad it's like oh, it's the the stocks are purring. It's like does that mean they're very calm? They're not no, doing much. No, 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 no. <laughs> They're going purr. Purr. Like, well, uh, up note. High yeah, note. like how you would hear But that. anyway, um, it's funny how that works because I'm not really 100% sure, but I know that they're voting on it I think on though uh, that December 2nd in that Congress. That's one of those things. I wonder what he meant by like, oh, first got to go to the Senate. Maybe that means time, but I think that it's sort of in everybody, and I'm not just saying this in my opinion. I think everyone kind of is starting to see it, that it's really in – everyone's economic interest to, totally. to legalize it totally and states like most so yeah you know what well, i mean when I just saw like the, in the extra revenue in the beginning of the pandemic it was declared in a an essential business yeah which know? is crazy and like some people still serving their life out and like yeah. in other states like it's an essential business yeah and also in it states it's not even legal yet you know like in new yeah. york there wasn't a place where you can just go get it as an essential where right. you can go get, you know, a Tito's handle and drink yourself away. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we definitely got to even that out. So hopefully the vote goes uh, well for us in Congress. So Katie Margulies, <laughs> before um, I wrap up this episode here, episode 67, you came over in the tundra rain downpour. True. You were a few minutes late. We still obviously appreciate it. You sat obviously. right down in that brown couch and uh, <laughs> you did what you do best. 
You uh, fact check I and fact um, check. you provided um, a glorious conversation that we had. Do you ever make uh, Ted Jones World stickers? Um, yeah, I have those podcast blue stickers that I put all over cars that you've seen. Oh, yeah, Do right. you own one of those? I got to drop that I'll over the I'll Apple. I'll give it to you, yes, for that, that computer. So, we, you know, we don't, wanna, we don't want to give any sponsorships to um, the Apple brand. They're not paying as you, us. Yeah, as, Start as, paying. They, as they know. We should read fake ads. I don't know. We'll we'll, s- we'll see about that. <laughs> Let's get the real ones first. <laughs> Episode 67, rate, comment, subscribe. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you for episode 68. Deuces. Peace. Thanks. Yeah! Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones. Who knows? You know, it could be. Ted Jones? The Ted Jones World Podcast.